Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes if you're enjoying it. And also, if you enjoy uh, superhero stories, I encourage you to pick up Powerhouse's Heroic Adventures Bundle. It's my first three superhero comedy novels collected in one sample package. It's available as an ebook or an audiobook through audible.com or the iTunes store. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Superman. The original air date, July 15th, 1948. And this one is The Voice of Doom, Part 7. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today on the phone, Mayor Perry White receives sudden startling news from Inspector Henderson, news that puts Superman back on Butcher Stark's trail. What's that, Inspector? The wall blasted out? Uh-oh, what's going on? Yes, 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 I'll be right over. Here, goodbye. What is it, Chief? Yeah, what gives now? The Metropolis National Bank was robbed 15 minutes ago. What? Great Scott! The wall on the south side of the bank was blasted open and... Yes? Witnesses said they heard a strange, ear-splitting noise just about the time it happened. <laughs> Hey, watch out for that snake. I'll bet you all have heard that cry at some time or other, gang. But have you ever stopped to wonder why people are so afraid of snakes? Actually, the number of deaths resulting from snake bites is very small. However, even this could be reduced considerably if people only knew more about snakes. First, we should know that most snakes in the United States are not only harmless, but are also useful. There are only five major varieties of poisonous snakes in this country. The rear fang snakes, the coral, the cottonmouth moccasin, copperhead and rattlesnake. Now, the rear fang snakes are found in Utah and most southern states from Virginia to Florida and west to southern California. These can be recognized by the distinctive broad heads and large black or brown blotches. They're ugly customers, too. The coral snake is much prettier. He has a bright red coral pattern of rings and a black-tipped head. And though not all snakes with those rings are coral snakes, it's safe to steer clear of all the do. Corals are found in the southeast as far as Ohio and also in Arizona and New Mexico. Now, the ugliest snake is the olive or brownish cottonmouth. He looks as though he's perpetually scowling, and he has a very nasty temper. You'll find him in southern swamps and around the Mississippi. The copperhead, which is copper-colored, is found in the east and is very, very shy. And unless you annoy him, he'll leave you alone. And lastly, the rattlesnake, which is found all over this country, is most easily recognized by the rattles which he sounds before striking. A little later, I'll tell you more about snakes, so keep listening. The Adventures of Superman! Butcher Stark, a dangerous criminal who, by a freak of nature, developed a power that rivals the might of Superman himself, is now known to be in Metropolis and is a constant threat to the peace and welfare of every citizen. Superman and his friend Batman have been making a desperate but vain search for the escaped convict. 
Now, however, with the sudden startling news of the Metropolis bank robbery, Superman and Batman are certain they are back on Stark's trail again. And as Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, they are driving to the scene of the crime while listening patiently to Mayor Perry White's angry denial oh, of no, their no, theory. I don't care what you say. No man can blast a hole in a brick wall just by shouting at it. Not even Superman can do that. No, he certainly can't. But put your start, Oh, Wayne, you're out of your mind. What about that strange ear-splitting sound witnesses reported hearing? Yes, same sound that was heard at the Metropolis Railroad Terminal when that plane was stolen. And over at the warehouse when we found Big Frank Thicko dead. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Stark's using some kind of a machine or, or anything. Uh, but his voice, poppycock. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Here's the bank, and there's Inspector Henderson. All right, Henderson, let's have it. What happened here? Well, as near as we can figure it right now, Mayor White, the south wall of the bank was blown up. The inside half wrecked, and the crooks got away with nearly $500,000 in cash. 500000 What about the bank watchman, Inspector Henderson? Where was he? Inside, where he was supposed to be, Kent. We found him unconscious. The doctor's trying to bring him around now. I see. Well, what kind of explosive did they use on the wall? Well, that's what puzzles me. You see, there's no evidence of any kind of glass. The wreckage isn't scattered at all. It's just heat. As though the wall simply collapsed. Uh-oh. Oh, how in blazes can a wall simply collapse? Oh, I don't know. Come on over and look for yourself, Mayor White. Oh, I certainly will. Great gun, Clark. Did you see the inside of the bank? All those teller's cages smashed to pieces, glass all over the floor? Yes. Butcher Stark must have really let loose this time. And how? So, now he's got $500,000. I wonder what he intends to do next. Well, that's anybody's guess. The point is, what are we going to do? Kelly, I don't know. Let's go over to the ambulance and see if we can have a talk with the watchman. There he is, on the stretcher. This fellow looks awfully weak. Yeah, if he can hear me. Uh, hello, old-timer. How do you feel now? Huh? Can you talk? I can't hear you very well. Noise in my ears. Poor old guy. What happened in the bank? I don't know. You heard a strange sound, didn't you? Yes. Yes, it was terrible. Went right through my head like a knife. I couldn't stand it. Where were you when it happened? At the head of the stairs. Didn't you see anything? Yes. Yes, I I saw a car pulled up across the street. Oh? I thought it was kind of strange. Street's usually empty at night. What happened then? Man got out. Started walking to the south side of the bank. There was somebody else in the car. Oh? Couldn't see him too clear. Dark. And then? I watched for a minute. Then I heard the noise and... And you passed out? Yes, so. Look, are you sure you saw someone else in the car? Positive. I see. Well, thanks, old-timer, and take it easy now. You'll be all right soon. Come on, Bruce. Let's rejoin Perry White. No. Why should I? Now, be reasonable, Mr. White. I'm trying to be reasonable, Wayne. And logical, too. You are not. I am, Kent. I grant you it may have been some new kind of invention, a machine that can shoot out sound waves, but a human voice... That's exactly what I've been trying to tell you, Chief. The voice isn't just human now. Oh, now, look here. We've seen the man use his voice. We've heard the sound ourselves. Yeah, I'm sorry, boys, but I just can't swallow it. You must have been fooled somehow. No, I give up. Uh, relax, Bruce. Well, what are you going to do about the robbery, Chief? Well, the bank watchman gave us a fairly good description of the car. So? And about ten minutes after the robbery, an identical car clipped a fire hydrant on 64th Avenue. 
was speeding and didn't stop. So, it may have been the getaway car. Sounds like a good lead. Well, that's not all. They found broken headlight glass near the hydrant. So the whole force is scouring the town for a one-eyed car. And all roads leading out of the city are blocked. Now, if that doesn't get results, nothing will. Okay, we'll see. Skid marks. It went out of control about 100 feet back on the road and piled into a ditch here. Uh-huh. And uh, how are the two officers, Inspector? Well, they were taken to the county hospital. Unconscious. Probably were knocked out by Stark's sonic power. No doubt. Uh, now, listen. You're not going to start that again, are you? You're not going to tell me he did it with his voice again? Sure he did. Oh, Bob. Whatever way he did it, Chief, it's clear that Stark has broken through. Yes, sir. He sure is heck out of Metropolis and going heaven knows where. As Perry White and Bruce Wayne glower at each other... Kent examines the interior of the wrecked police car carefully. Suddenly he starts and beckons to Wayne. What has he found? We'll know in a moment, gang, so keep listening. Gang, a few minutes ago, I told you about the five poisonous snakes in the United States. The rear fang snake, coral snake, cottonmouth moccasin, copperhead, and rattlesnake. And because of these ugly customers and some of their relatives, snakes in general have been given a bad name. And people generally know nothing of their usefulness. Snakes eat mice and other small rodents which plague farmers. For instance, consider the king snake. Not only does he eat rodents, but he also kills all dangerous snakes. Besides, he is otherwise very friendly to man. When handled, he will coil himself around his captor's hands, snuggling closely as if seeking protection and warmth. However, I don't advise you trying that with any old snake because even a non-poisonous snake bite may become infected. Now, this is important. To prevent snake bites, watch out for snakes. That makes sense, doesn't it? If you travel in the woods, wear heavy boots. Don't feel around with your hands near holes in which snakes might be lurking. But if you do get a snake bite, the American Red Cross suggests the following first aid. One, don't get excited. Two, apply a tourniquet made from cord, rubber tubing, or even a necktie between the bite and the heart, but not too tightly. Then, every 20 minutes, loosen it for one minute. Three, with a clean razor blade, make a cut between the two punctures from the fangs of the snake. Four, apply suction with a suction bulb or your mouth. Do this for half an hour. Five, see a doctor as soon as possible. Remember, most snakes are our friends, so don't harm them. But do respect the few dangerous ones that can be deadly. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Suddenly noticing something in the wrecked police car, Kent beckons to his friend, Bruce Wayne, and then points to the dashboard of the car. Look. Look at the dashboard clock, Bruce. Yeah, deadly smashed, isn't it? More than that, the glass is broken inwards and the pieces have stopped the hands. Yeah, at 11.55. Right, and it's 12.20 now, which means that Butcher Stark wrecked this car only 25 minutes ago, giving him less than a half-hour lead on us. You're not thinking of going after him. Of course. Will you cover me with a key? Cover you? How? What can I tell him? Oh, tell him... Tell him anything you want. Just talk fast. Oh, you give me the darndest job. Go on, now, quick. I've got to move. <laughs> 
Pushing Wayne out on the road toward Perry White and the police car. Kent darts into a nearby clump of bushes. They won't see me here. Now, off with these clothes. Then we'll see what Superman can do. There we are. Now, up, up, and away! Following down the broad state highway as though shot from a giant bow, Superman covers 30 miles in the wink of an eye. Then, zooming low, reverses his direction and skims the concrete pavement, searching the interior of each passing car for Butcher Stark and his unknown companion. Then, suddenly, out of the corner of his eye, he notices a small airport and a plane warming up on the runway. Literally spinning on a dime, he sweeps toward the field. Then, parked behind one of the hangars, he spots a car with a broken headlight. Butcher Stark. He's here. I've caught up to him. Now we'll see what will happen this time. Starting forward, Superman lands lightly on the concrete runway and strides purposefully toward the idling plane. This will be his second meeting with Butcher Stark, the first having ended in utter defeat for the Man of Steel. Will he be able to turn the tables, or will Stark's evil power be once again victorious? We'll know in tomorrow's action-packed episode, gang, so don't forget to listen. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, to Chapter 8 of The Voice of Doom on The Adventures of Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Adventure Parade, which follows in just a moment. And right after Adventure Parade, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is a mutual broadcasting system. <laughs>